Hey world, we're starting off with a little chat before the intro music today because this is something super special, or I think it's special. I don't know what you're going to think, but so in order to commemorate a huge achievement for this show, we're going to listen to the full theme song this time and welcome to the season one finale. You know, I don't know how everyone else feels about that, but that theme song does not get old for me. Sure, I kind of, you know, like, uh, well, I wouldn't say I wrote it, but I inspired the composition. But never gets old for me. Ugh. So, world, um, yeah, today's special because there is no guest today. Well, there kind of is. It is <laughs> me. So, but... What's so interesting about just having you, Danny? Who knows? Well, every episode I have someone on, we talk, and yeah, they pre they get the they get the questions pre-sent, and that way it's all fun and games. The trick is this time is that I asked all 35 season one guests to submit questions to me, which I have not pre-looked at. So I'm going in blind. The only thing I looked at is how many questions they asked, because they had a, upwards of five. Some people asked one. Some people asked five. Some people weren't able to fill it out, and that's okie dokie. And then there was <laughs> Chris, Chris uh, Leatherman of last week. Yeah, he couldn't even get it, because I didn't even record his episode yet before I did this one, because I needed time to edit this. Either hoosers. So... I'm interested to see what these people thought was interesting to ask me. And even better, at the end, I'm going to do my own rapid-fire questions. Because people are wondering, well, what's your answer? Well, I was waiting for now to do it. So, buckle in. It's a long talk of me. And, yeah. I'm excited. Quick water break. I don't know if you can hear that, but that would have been cool if you did. All right, so first up on, we're just going to go in order, is episode one, Kirsten. Kirsten wanted to ask me, what made me want to host the podcast? Well, I think I've said this before on the shows, but what made me want to host the podcast was I bought this fancy microphone for quarantine, and I had to have something to do with it, other than like my two hours of work I needed to use it for. Also... People showed me along the way that podcasting is not the hardest thing to do if you have the commitment to making the episodes. The biggest fiasco of podcasting, I feel, for most people that make them is they don't have the commitment or ability to like just 
get up here and talk and create the content because editing you could do in your own time uh and yeah and people like yeah i'm gonna get a co-host me my friends are gonna do it i said no i am not dealing with anyone else's schedule it's gonna be me a guest except for this episode where it's just me so and yet this is the episode that took the longest to schedule how to do crazy i know but what was the question oh yeah what made me want to host it people are fascinating and people don't realize they are so I wanted to be like, huh, you're cool, and here's why. Thanks for the question, Kirsten. Number two, he asks, what drives my passions? That is a good question. Uh, A sense of achievement? Uh, A sense that if someone else, or if I leave it to someone else to create it, it's not going to be made correct, so I have to create it myself. Uh, yeah, just what drives my passions? <laughs> Me and my wish to handle my stuff. I'll say it that way. Kirsten also asks, what's your favorite podcast besides your own? Oh, crap. Okay, so let me pull up my Spotify real fast to <laughs> look at what shows I actually follow. Okay, so what do I go to? I go to who new episodes, I guess, because that's what I follow. Okay, so obviously I'm a huge fan of QQQ, Queries, Qualms, and Quirks. Uh, That's Sarah Nicholas's podcast. That's Sarah with an H, Nicholas with no H. Check out sarahnicholas.com for more info on that. Sarah's been a guest on here. I've poached many of her guests to come on here. They're guests. Crap. Sorry, Sarah. Pronouns. They, them. Their pronouns to come on. So, yeah. Uh, I'm also a huge fan of I Hear Voices, the Christy Carlos Romano and Will Friedle. So, oh, sorry everyone for the quick little break. Someone just messaged me. I'm about to fill out the questions. Well, hurry the, f- like hurry up. <laughs> It'll be a while till I get to you, but. Chop, chop. Last minute, people. This is why it took forever to actually schedule this episode. Anyway, so, QQQ. Uh, Queries, Qualms, and Quirks. Love that podcast. ABC, Adopted Babies from China podcast. That's Tara's. Uh, yeah, Spintronics Color Guard. That is Jackie, who is episode 17. That's the thing. All the podcasts I listen to and like, I try to get the people on. I Hear Voices, which is all about voice acting. Musical Splaining. I love that podcast. Kava Taharian and Angelina is the current host, but even the host prior. I don't know. I just love that they pick a musical and then they go into it and they're like, huh, do I like this? No. And then they do why. Also, Musical Hell, the YouTube channel. Love that too. I also happily listen to Christie's Couch, which is... um. What's it called? Oh, Christy from Dance Moms, her podcast. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say, because that was a long answer and whatever. All right. Kirsten also asks, if I could be any animal, what animal would it be? Meerkat. I've said that forever. I would be a meerkat. Meerkats are small and they're super ferocious. Fun fact, everyone. Did you know a meerkat is literally the most vicious on the top homicidal homicidal animal on the planet 
The second is humans. And meerkats beat us five times because they are so vicious. So, so vicious. They've killed humans. There's two recorded, like, human deaths because meerkats swarmed. So, I'd want to be a meerkat. They're cute, they're bouncy, and they're ferocious. Um, Kirsten finally asks, who's your idol? You know, that's a good question. Who is my idol? I don't know. That's the thing. People always like, who do you look up to? I don't know. I don't see any one person really someone to look up to. Uh, There's flaws in everyone, and I just never had a true idol. People I admire, I guess. I admire G-Dragon, his creativity over in K-pop land. Uh, Honestly, comic book artists and writers, comic book writers, like you track down so much to establish some form of continuity. All the retcons that you do, I get why you do it. It's complicated. There's a million people writing. Like, if I'm writing from all the Marvel stuff, 616 comic version, not the MCU, which I have a whole thing about that, too. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I just... I don't really have an idol. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So, episode two was Merman Jax. And he did fill out some of this. Sorry, I always have to look at who actually filled it out. Oh, the other persons just came in. Great. That's why everything got wonky for a second on my end. So episode two, Merman Jask, Merman Jax asked us, could you tell us more about what inspired this podcast? Well, the fact I had a microphone and people don't realize how cool they are. Answered that already. Woohoo. Okay. Ooh, he also asks, Merman Jax, do you feel you've had additional challenges personally slash professionally as a person of color. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. My entire life. As a person of color, like, how do I say this correctly? Um, So I'm Chinese, everyone. According to 23andMe, it's like 100% Chinese, which is shocking to me. I thought it'd be mixed with something else based on, like, my looks and whatnot, too. Um, Yeah, so... Asian representation hasn't really hit the forefront of conversation since like 2016. And that was only because of crazy rich Asians. And while everyone on earth deserves equality, the topic of racism, I personally have felt like has been literally and figuratively black and white for years and decades. But I will also say that yes, um, the discrimination and racism that I face is not as systemic as it is for other people of color, um, especially Black communities. But yeah, I totally feel like I've had additional challenges personally and professionally in my life, especially personally. Like, I don't know if you guys have heard, but like Asian men are the least liked to type in America. And I mean, like they're in the teens in percentage of approval. The lowest, the next lowest category was, I think, black women, and they were still in like the 70s and 80s. Oddly enough, the juxtaposition of it all is Asian women were in 90 something percent of approval. Hmm. So, all that representation, it does matter. It changes how people see people. And yeah, so I personally have a soapbox about, yes, I face crap because I'm a POC. That was a good question, Jax. Uh, I'm glad you stepped it up because, Jax, you were one of the biggest people that 
praise me for my ability to ask a question. I'm praising you now. Great. Uh, you also asked, what is something we would be very surprised to know about you? Hmm. What is something? I don't know. I kind of put my life out there. Uh, oh, there it is. I'm an introvert, and I don't believe extroverts actually exist. There. People think I'm an extrovert, and they're like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, no, I'm an introvert. Get it together. Jax also asked, where is somewhere in the world that you would want to visit and why? Oh, there's so many places. And by so many places, I kind of mean like there's so many places that pop up. There's not that many places, actually. I want to go to Italy one day because I want to eat. Also, it's like pretty in Rome. I want to go to New Zealand because of the biodiversity there and how they could film a whole movie in like one area. Um, also, they have the Shire. Who doesn't want to go to the Shire? I want to go to Chicago. I want to go to San Diego to see what's up. I also want to go to... What's it called? Oh, God. Some, you fly into Albuquerque and you drive an hour. Santa Fe. People have heard me say this before. Santa Fe. I don't get why people are so obsessed with you. Especially people from New York in fiction. So I'm going to go one day and check out why you're so special. I also want to go to New Orleans and do like the unofficial American Horror Story Coven tour. And I don't know if it's allowed or not, but I am taking some Louisiana swamp mud home. Not going to take a sacred ground or any of that stuff. I'm going to respect that. But like, if I'm by a swamp, I'm taking a piece of mud. You never know. Merman Jax also asks, what mermaid movie would you remake? Why and what changes would you make? That's a great one. Um, personally, I would remake Aquamarine. And I would just like gender bend the entire whole thing. Just flip cast everything. Because all mermaid movies are really about exploring femininity. Finding yourself in the feminine voice. I want to see a merman. I, I do. Uh, Jax, actually, we look alike enough especially with my hair right now, how now they cut it short, we could probably play something. So Jax, if you want to like collab on like a fan film or something, let me know because I'd be so down. I'd have to learn how to swim, swim in a fin, but I could body roll. So in theory, from my ignorant standpoint of your profession, I can actually swim. Oh, I also just got LASIK surgery, everyone. So I don't have to wear goggles anymore underwater. Hey, or contacts. It's a whole disaster right now. So, yeah. Or, honestly, I think A Little Mermaid in a gay romance would just be fun because most gay people love Little Mermaid. And um, there's an extra dynamic of drama, as they say, because there's so many women that write gay romance books because they're like, oh, there's so much extra drama to play with. I'm like, yeah, but that's my life. Thanks. Sure, you're more than welcome to do it. Uh, I may read it, but... I don't know, that answer when I got it a few years ago. I was like, hmm, you know, there's probably a better way to say it. All right, next up is episode three, J.C. Kong. Ah, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if he knows about this yet uh, or when he submitted it. So, um, wait, when did he write this? I forgot, I have a timestamp. <gasps> no, oh my God, J.C., you jinxed it. Okay, so if you had a long-lost sibling, would it be a boy or a girl, and what would their name be? Well, 
she would be a girl and her name would be Bethany. She's coming on the show, everyone, in season sometime, whenever. I don't know. If you go listen to actually uh, Zicky Patrick's episode, uh, which is like the Hot Topics episode, like towards the end of the season, uh, you could hear Bethany. And yeah, so <laughs> JC Kong called out and predicted the future. So, Ayo. He also asks, what does your perfect day look like? Going out to eat, not going to work, not having really any responsibilities, hanging out with friends, like have a planned hangout with friends, but I don't want to go out somewhere. I just kind of want to sit back and watch movies all day with my friends and then go eat somewhere and then come back and like do movies and then maybe all go to bed by nine. JC Kong also asks, who are your inspirations for writing fantasy? Midori Snyder. Love, love, love Midori Snyder. She wrote the Oron trilogy, which has been out of print for like <laughs> decades at this point. But anytime I could find that book in like thrift stores, I get it. Um, honestly, that book just inspired me so much. And if you like Avatar The Last Airbender and you like uh, feminism, you would love the book too. It's authentically written in female viewpoints, like... I don't know, it's just so smart. It also taught me how colonialism worked, which I missed the first time I read it because I read it in eighth grade. So, but when I reread it, like once every like five-ish years, I'm like, wow, this is so deep. I actually emailed Midori Snyder about it once and <laughs> she replied. I told her she was goals. So good question, JC. Oh, number four is Japanese ramen or Cantonese soup noodles? Cantonese soup noodles, hands down. Um, every time I go out into the world and eat ramen, I don't know why it doesn't sit well on my stomach. I don't know why. It's not the pork broth because everyone's like, is it the pork broth? No, I eat pork broth all the time, but can't eat ramen unless it's like instant ramen without upsetting my stomach. And even that sometimes does too, but that's the salt content. So saltless sodium free bouillon cubes, everyone at Walmart is a lifesaver sometimes. But yeah, so Cantonese soup noodles all the way. He also asks, what's my favorite place to eat in RVA? Oh, crap. That's a good question. In Richmond. Does it have to be in Richmond itself? I'm just going to say the Richmond area. Because I don't know Richmond actually that well. Uh, surprisingly. I didn't go out when I lived there. Um. Oh, God. Where do I like? Maggiano's is good. But that's like a chain. And... Huh. Texas State Brazil is a chain. Huh. You know? Oh, I will say. It was this breakfast place that just recently closed a couple months ago called The Crazy Greek. Best breakfast. A classic Greek diner. Love it. I wish there were more around. And, yeah. Thank you, JC Kong, because those were excellent questions as well. God, this is so fun. I'm so happy I thought of this idea way back when, and I was like, okay, people, once you record your episode, fill this out. Episode four. Oh, okay, Tyler. Let's see what Tyler has to ask me. By the way, I know everyone comments about that. I always sound like I'm bitter when it comes to Tyler. And you people like him. I threatened him that he's coming on again, and we're going to talk about why people, why he's so charming to people. So every time Tyler pops up, it's not out of bitterness. It's about of, all right, Tyler, what makes you so fascinating to the world? Kind of like the reverse of what the podcast's essence is. 
I see that people are more interested, fascinating, but I want to see what he thinks. And if he realizes that he is literally like your number one favorite episode, everyone. Or until recently. Yeah. Okay, so what does Tyler want to ask? Tyler's actually someone I'm nervous about. He knows a lot. I'm going to ask something deep. What's the coolest thing you've learned from interviewing everyone in season one? That's a good question, Tyler. Oh, God. Okay, I'll also be honest, people. I finished filming season one, like, I think before the first episode came out. <laughs> like, when I say build a backlog to make your life easy, it's true. But the coolest thing I learned, honestly, I would say Merman Jacks. It was fascinating to hear how much you actually work. Not like I'm dissing your field. Trust me. It's just that, like, wow, I never realized that professional mermen and mermaids were in such high working demand. Like, I assumed, like, your acting skills would come into play. But, like, specifically, such a niche market. And you were working. And you were in an In-N-Out national commercial. Which, woo-woo, In-N-Out. I think it was In-N-Out. Whatever. Uh, what else? I'm checking through everyone's names trying to remember. Do-do-do. Oh, Thanks to episode five, Emily. Emily, um, she taught me how to handle losing a passport. Logan taught me some Hebrew. That was super cool. Oh, Ellis, episode 18. Ellis Gage taught me that a lot of eating disorder facilities that treat that only accept women. That was fascinating to hear. That is such an inequity in the healthcare system. And treatments facilities. I don't know. The thing is, Tyler, everyone taught me something kind of cool. So it's hard to keep track. All right. Tyler also asks, what is the worst condiment and why is it ketchup? <sighs> okay, everyone. This stems from a long history of me and Tyler constantly fighting about things we like. And Tyler hates tomatoes and he knows I love them. And I hate mustard and he likes mustard. So, um, <laughs> Tyler, you're wrong. It's not ketchup. It's mustard. So, hmm. why is it the worst? I don't know. It just, just doesn't blend on my tongue as well as ketchup does. So, I see you trying to be slick. Oh, that was actually all the questions from Tyler. So, good job, Tyler. We got through it, and we get to learn more about our dynamic. Also, lemons are disgusting. I will say it now. All right, episode five was, is Sarah McKee. Sarah McKee was actually unavailable, truly, because ever since Sarah came on last time, uh, last time to record on the podcast, Sarah had a huge life pivot and is doing amazing, everyone, but was unavailable to submit questions. So we wish you luck, Sarah McKee. Next up is that oh-so-famous Sarah Nicholas. Sarah with an H and Nicholas without an H. Okay. What process did you go through to choose a pen name? Shut up, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah and I always talk about pen names because I've been trying to figure out one for years. I think we're going on seven years at this point. Still haven't been able to figure it out. Now that I got Bethany on my back pocket who's like fluent in Cantonese too, it's been like progressing somewhat. But picking a name is really hard. And we talked about that a little bit in the episode I recorded today, which is in season two. Actually, it's the episode to come out right after this. It's Hot Topics, Kevin Voltage. But 
No, picking a name is hard because it's something I got to learn how to like signature if I ever get famous. It's something I got to answer to. So I got to be aware when people call it the cocktail party effect. So I don't know. And it just has to be something that I have so many fake names already out in the world that anything goes. So how did I choose a pen name? I still haven't. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. What are some of the things you considered when making the decision? Oh, for the pen name? Uh, I wanted it to sound Chinese because I just want to represent that part of myself. And, you know, I know the own voices movement is kind of out or on the outs or is out or done skis, but I still wanted to like be able to people to read my last name, recognize it would be in such a category and it's authentic. Oh, those are Sarah's questions. Thank you, Sarah, for submitting those. Um, Who's next? Episode six is, oh, oh, that was episode six. Sorry, everyone. Uh, The reason why it's so unorganized on my end for what I like is because the list of compilation is based on, it projects the date of which it was completed, not like date of their episodes. And there wasn't a way for me to switch it around correctly without it being too much of a hassle. So I just, we're going this way. Uh, Yeah, if you have questions you want to ask me, reach out at the shape of a star podcast at gmail.com or at the shape of a star podcast on Instagram at the shape of a star on Twitter. And yeah, feel free to ask me stuff. I'll answer stuff. Okay. Hot topics episode. Our first hot topics episode was Kiwi Nina Mori is next. So Kiwi asks, what is your dream cosplay? Oh, that's a great question. Ugh. What is my dream cosplay? Are you asking this because you know you're going to have to make it and you're trying to like prep and how to do it? <laughs> um, hmm. My dream, dream cosplay. I do know it would show a lot of flesh. Uh, I already did Xander P. Wifflebottom from Drawing Together. So I guess what's, what's uh, more covered up than Xander, really? Um, I don't know. That's a good question, Kiwi. Uh, I would say a Digimon. One of my, like, OC Digimons. I know that doesn't, like, count in the real world of competitive cosplay. But, you know, I could handle that. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Angemon because I can't think of anything else right now. If I do, I will update you guys later. What is your funniest convention experience? Also a good question. Uh, what is? God, it's been forever since I've been to a convention. Uh, I don't know what my funniest convention experience is ever, because every time I go to a convention, I'm always presenting, so I'm busy nonstop. Oh, yeah, I do know, actually. It was when I was one of the educational guest speakers at KatsuCon. And I was, like, having a dramatic moment, I will say. And I was like, oh, how am I going to carry 75 flags around? Because I did a guard panel. And then they were like, you know you have helpers, right? I was like, I do. (gasps) And then these 
very, very like helpful people walked up and just took all my crap from me because I had bags. I had a whole car full of like props and things. Not for just that panel, just all my panels because I did 11 panels in one weekend. Thank you, everyone. But yeah, so my funniest convention experience is that I had a dramatic little meltdown and it was solved instantly. Is that a rewarding system? <laughs> probably not. I probably should have handled it better. Coping skills, people. But, you know, it's all good. Okay, what else did Kiwi ask? What advice do you have for future stars trying to shine? <gasps> Kiwi, a future star, aka I'm a star. Okay, um, one, thank you for the compliment. Two, future stars. Oh, this is going to sound so cheesy. I'm going to say be yourself. But like relentlessly be yourself. Because. Um, yeah, I would just say be yourself because. There is something special about each one of us. And that's what sets us apart from everything. Also, be smart and network. Like, everyone is a connection. Try not to leave a bad impression in anyone's mouth because people talk, especially if you're unique. Oh, try and stand out, too. Uh, I don't have an issue with that. Like, toot toot me, but it's true. I've never had an issue standing out. And that's why people remember me, and that's why I'm a good networker, because they know who I am. And... I try to be helpful, at least, even if I'm not nice, because there are days we're not feeling nice. I get it. <laughs> Go listen to my episode on Adopted Babies from China podcast. Like, I, that's literally the tagline of the episode is, you don't have to be nice to network. Haha, <laughs> Tara. But, yeah. Oh, Kiwi also asks, if you could have any superpower, what would, would it be? Oh, my God. Hydrokinesis, and I want to phase. Like, I want to walk through walls, and I want to control water. Boom. Done. You know, it always just brings me back to Mermaid Jax's question about what media of mermaid. I just, I want to be in a mermaid film, and I think we'd be a good duo to be in it. Okay. Next up is Chime Time, episode seven. So Chime Time asks, will there be a season two? <laughs> yes. Season two is actually almost fully recorded, everyone. So, <laughs> hey, hey. Um, yeah, there's season two. There's like, as of today, there's 50 episodes recorded, not including all the Hot Topics episodes I've done in total, not of season two. So yeah, plenty of show, more to come. What are your plans for season two? Oh, I switched up the rapid fire questions, everyone, for season two. So some are the same, our favorites, but there are some that like, you know... They're honestly better. And where do you see yourself in 2022? Doing guard. Honestly, I don't see myself doing anything different. I know you're always supposed to like be on the progression and the hustle of life. But mm, no, not necessarily. <laughs> I'm happy where I am. I'm doing cool things. I, I love my job. Jobs. And I love doing this, so... Maybe in 2022, a bigger audience for this show. Feel free to share, like, subscribe, blah, 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 all that stuff. And yeah, rate us on Spotify now and Apple Podcasts. 
Blah, blah, blah. Chime Time also asks, what have you learned in this whole process of running and hosting your show? That it's not as hard as people think. Like, straight up. Like, that may sound like too, too ego, but it's really not as hard as I thought it would be. I was expecting me to, like, cry and struggle trying to edit the sounds, but it's not. And I know you people can't see behind me, but in the video recording of this, because when we do the recording of the episodes, it records video too, and I just ripped the audio. But behind me is my new fish tank, and I love it. And you can see the little tiny guppies swim around, even though it's like forever away. And they're adorable, and they keep distracting me. So, yeah. Um. Oh, Chime Time also asks, what are your personal favorite highlights from season one? Honestly, anytime anyone pays me a compliment, I'm over the moon flattered. So just like all the random kind compliments I've gotten while doing the show. And honestly, how many people were just willing to come on? <laughs> there were only a handful of people I had to like drag on and to convince. I was like, yes, you're interesting enough. Come on. So yeah. Thanks, Chime Time. You were a blast. All right, next up is uh, episode eight, Kyle. So here we go. If you could go back to being 10 years old and change things, would you? No, 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 no. I wouldn't. There's only one thing in my life that I might change, but I think if I changed it, my life wouldn't be as great as it is now. So no, not at all. Good question. No. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? hydrokinesis or if i could be like if i could choose to be like a witch i would be like yo give me a witch and my active power is walking through walls but i would like hydrokinesis favorite tv show at the moment crazy ex-girlfriend uh into the badlands those are my generic ones if you're talking about one that i'm like currently watching repeatedly i actually don't watch a lot of tv like live a black lady sketch show is hilarious the nanny uh yeah, I don't know. Those are a lot of shows. I'm going with that. Favorite movie of all time and why? Ooh, I'm glad you asked this now. Because Everything Everywhere All at Once was such a home-hitting movie for me. With all the, like, dynamics of just everything that was in it. Like, it was Cantonese. It wasn't Mandarin. Uh, it was about coming out to your family, even though you already were out. Uh, it's about generational trauma, dynamics of, like, immigration. Like, all fascinating stuff. And it really hit close to home. And that's why I really liked it. Also, just the movie itself was really good. So, The Daniels. If you're ever hearing this and you want to come on, let me know. I'll happily have you on and ask you every intricate detail about your thing. Because I've watched every interview you've done about the movie. 
that's actually also why I made this podcast, everyone, because I love watching like daytime talk show interviews. I love hearing about creative people talk about what makes them like work and like how everything works in their head and everyone's process is different. And I love hearing it. Kyle also asks happiest memory. I don't know. I'm usually pretty happy. I may be like annoyed and miffed, but I'm usually a happy memory keeper. Um, high school, like the very, very end of high school, like that last month when you're not really doing anything, that was kind of like a happy time period on top of the world. That summer before college was also happy. Uh, yeah. Like happiest memory. I don't really know. I have a good life. I'm very fortunate for that. So that's my answer. <laughs> All right. Next up is Dr. Megan Sidey, who was like one of the first people to fill this out. So thank you, doctor. Uh, what musicals are you most excited to hopefully see in 2022? Ugh, what a good question. Uh, I want to see six live. Sorry, everyone. I'm also currently clicking what's currently on Broadway. Oh, I'm seeing Into the Woods at the Arden Theater in a couple weeks. Um, Ellis Gage, everyone. Uh, our friend from episode 18. <clears throat> yeah, 18. Ellis is Jack, and I'm so excited. I'm going to meet Ellis for the first time. Into the Woods is my tie for favorite musical, along with Be More Chill. All right, what's currently playing on Broadway? Aladdin, American Buffalo, Strange Loop, Beetlejuice, Book of Mormon, Chicago, Come From Away. I would love to see Come From Away one time, by the way. Company, Dear Evan Hansen, uh, For Colored Girls, Funny Girl, Hades, Hamilton, Hangman, Harry Potter, Adelaide Drive, Lion King, Macbeth. Uh, scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, I'm going to stick with six, and I'm happy. I can't wait to see Ellis in Into the Woods. Uh, are there any mu movie musicals coming out? I love a good movie musical. I don't know. All right. What are your music recommendations for the summer? Ooh. Ooh, Megan. That's hard. Okay, pulling up Spotify again, everyone. Uh, little Mix as always. Um, why Don't We is a boy band that I recently just got into because they're coming to my area and I keep getting their Facebook ad. So yeah, I'm going to say, why don't we? And if why don't we is ever listening, I don't know how to reach out to get you guys on the show, but I'd love to have you on. Dr. Megan's final question is, what do you think is going to happen with Wanda and Dr. Strange 2? Well, since the movie already came out, I could tell you what I thought was going to happen. <clears throat> I did not think she was going to be the villain. I thought that it was going to be like, yo, Wanda, I need your help. We need got magic stuff, and I know you know magic too. Let's go. All right, Steven. They go on their magical journey. Halfway through, they're fighting Mephisto. And Mephisto's like, oh, by the way, I have your kids. Or I have access to your kids, and I can bring them back. And then I never thought that Wanda would actually turn on Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange. I just thought she'd be like, oh, God. Okay, Okay, um, Sorcerer Supreme wannabe over there. I am going to go handle my own mission 
which is going to conflict slightly with your mission because I'm going to save my kids goodbye. And I thought that they would just be like a third party dynamic kind of deal. Like Wanda's somewhat helping up, but she has a goal of her own. Scarlet witching it up. And I honestly expected her to help merge the multiverses. God, I was ready for X-Men stuff to appear. But whatever, we got what we got. Uh, Good for her was the hashtag of the movie. And yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes next. And for those people out there that are like, eh, but she um, unalived herself by collapsing. Also, what a waste of Wonder Girl Mountain. I will say that. But, and I was like, guys, you do realize they announced like a week before the movie that they extended her contract, right? Whatever. I guess spoiler alerts technically, but also it's like out on Disney Plus in like a few days. Oh, actually, it's out on Disney Plus before this goes live. So go watch one. Uh, not WandaVision. <laughs> well, go watch WandaVision and then Wanda and uh, Scarlet Witch and the Multiverse of Madness is what we're going to call it. Episode 10. Next up is Fesco. 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 I'm pretty like 30. No. Did Chesco not fill this out? Oh, no, he did. Okay. What is the most exciting thing about being a geek therapist? Being legitimized on doing things I always believed in and always was doing. It's such a great community. Everyone in it's super nice. We're all just there to party down and like help people. Which, by the way, everyone, they're a sponsor of the show. It's how I met half the guests. Well, not half, but like a ton of the guests that came on. And yeah. God, I wonder if we're going to plug in every commercial today through this. What are some techniques you've used with kiddos based on geek therapy? Uh, lots of de-reflection, 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 forget what it's called. Wow. See, this is why I like working with kids in schools because I don't have to sound super, super like textbook psych person because I'm the worst at recalling on demand about it. But My Little Pony was pretty cool. The fact that I was able to use my 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 bronyism as the kid said like you're a brony yeah 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 fine i'll be a brony if that'll make you like me more and get you to like get the concept through your head that was a cool thing arthur i used arthur one time honestly the coolest thing about it is i could pull almost anything out of everywhere as long as it's cool appropriate and work it with the kids so yeah that was his questions Next up is episode 11, Cole Burkhart. Now, let's see what Cole asked, because Cole actually texted me the questions because Cole was unable to fill it out. Okay, the first time you realized you were gay. Okay, Cole, have I said this on the show yet? Or whatever. Okay, so there, I was sitting in algebra, and... I was towards the end of the year and I hated, I hated my algebra class. Not because my teacher, my teacher was bomb and she was awesome. I loved her, but I hated all the other students in my class. So I was sitting at my desk and suddenly the door opens and this kid that was always late walked in and literally people, audience, satellites, the world faded away. And all I saw was the guy that walked in and my first thought was like inhale. And I was like, ah, shit, they're right. I'm gay. Cause I knew I would never feel that way about a woman. I just knew in that moment, 
which is also funny too because it's not like he was a stud or anything back then like no offense you know who you are because we've talked about this so i feel comfortable saying without divulging our identity but he had super acne that i somehow did not notice uh all he did was he had that super emo skater hair like the really long swoopy kind and he shaved it off and had a buzz cut and i was like ah long hair on guys not my thing which is odd because i have longer hair compared to most guys so yeah when he shaved his head and i was like wow and let me tell you world he is a stud now like holy cow if he was ever willing to come on the show i would happily have him we could talk about it because like i said i told him like a couple years later i was like by the way you were my awakening and he was like really oh that's super cool i was like oh thanks fun fact though i told tyler about this one day while we were dating and tyler was like oh that's him i know him i was like you know him and he was like yeah i sit next to him on the bus i was like so small world i mean it's high school so the world is small but ninth grade young and fresh fresh to teenhood but yeah so what else did cole want to know what made you want to do podcasting the fact that i like talking i had the equipment and what's gonna stop me i needed a new hobby so i did it and i need a new hobby again recently and i got a fish tank so hobbies 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 maybe i am more fascinating than i think damn it is it oh the podcast has turned on me everyone i am more fascinating than i thought god live revelation everyone oh how embarrassing the philosophy is turned on me Ugh. okay so who's next who's next episode 12 are polish refugee chris what did he ask because i definitely know chris did this oh what did you think of what do you think your role slash mode of survival wait what okay what do you think your role slash mode of survival in the post-apocalypse okay i've said this all the time i'm gonna be no help in the end of the world please just forget me and if we're all lucky i'll die in the initial apocalypse but <laughs> or my mode of survival is i'm gonna bury myself in the swamp mud in louisiana ryan murphy knows too much I'm going to do it, and that's the story I'm sticking with. Don't know what I'm going to do to survive, but hey, someone will save me. And I'm assuming that there are going to be other diehard fans out there that are going to join me, and we'll figure it out together. But do I want to survive the apocalypse? Probably not. Okay. Chris also asked, Chris is so into sci-fi and always asks me these things. How advanced slash urbanized would a Mars colony have to be for you to be willing to live there? a good question honestly what do you mean by advanced and urbanized i would either need it to be equal to what we're living in now but honestly if i'm gonna make that trek to go live on mars is my family there because that's gonna be my big thing i'd rather die on earth with my family than just leave them uh yeah i don't know moving away is hard so Convenience-wise, urbanized-wise, I'd want it to be like it is now, but better. Or better, I should say, or. I know people ask me that all the time. Do you want to live forever? Uh, No, thank you. I have a huge fear of being alive when the sun explodes. And yeah, no. I'll happily take my mortality. 
Thank you, world. If that if a rational fear pops up, I should use that one. All right, episode 13 is Adam. 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 Oh, here he is. What are some of the reasons that you wanted to start a podcast? Answer that a bunch. I like how everyone wants to know, though. That means you're interested in this. What type of programs do you use to make this podcast? That's a great question. So I use Anchor to broadcast. Okay, I guess it should go in order. I use 